everybody. Hello. Hi. How are we so, doing today? Good. Excellent. It's post-Labor Day weekend. We've had a few days off, and we're podcasting for the second time already this year. Hi. So excited to be together again already uh, to do some podcasting. So, Alexis, tell me about Ghost. Oh, my goodness. Um, I went to see Ghost in Texas with my mother, um, which Harmon finds absolutely delightful that I took my mother to a metal concert in Texas. So uh, go listen to Ghost and you'll see what I mean. They have really great stage presence and the musicians and like the musical factor is just so freaking cool. And it was so cool to be there. And I love being there and I want to go back. And I got a little bit of post-show depression, but now I'm just listening to them nonstop on Spotify. That's all I'm listening to. Right you were now. showing me some video. I was, was. seeing some video. It's the face paint and the, the helmets and the masks and all that sort of stuff, that that element of, it is, you, it, you said there was something about it, the great theater. There was great theater yes. about it. It was very theatrical. So that's fun always. They're very character and like theme oriented. Sure. I love them. Sure, you had They're a great my time. my favorite. I had such a good time. I'm super glad that you got a chance to go see them. And my mom had a good time too, for those wondering. She did say she had a good time. I'm I, glad she did. I don't think it's so weird that moms would like metal. I mean, like, your mom, I don't know how old your mom is, but she's probably, younger. excuse me, Harmon's age-ish. No. She's probably younger than that. Younger she's than that. She's oh, 41. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's four years older than I am. I could be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that all the Strange. time. I'm like, man, it's just I'm getting older. Strange, yeah. <laughs> so what well, the point I'm getting to here, <laughs> people who are born around that age, you know, were around when metal was around. So I guess it's not so strange yeah. that, you know, they would like metal. Moms for metal. And right. for those who haven't actually seen my mom in person, she has full sleeves of tattoos and dresses like me. Right. And if you know me, you know, you'll know what my mom looks like. Right. Well, this is an interesting way to start the podcast. Welcome, everyone. This is episode two of two. season two. Yes, yeah. I keep I keep numbering them as as just regular numbers. So in my in my file directory, it's, this is episode nine. But right for you guys, we're recording on September the sixth. It's a Wednesday in real time for us in the That's future right. for you. That's right. In, in the past for them. two o eight p.m. Well, it's in the past for you. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, time. So. Uh, so welcome to the podcast. We're, we're happy to be with you again. Uh, we are being a little mindful of the, where we're going to find the podcast and how you can be in connection with us. We're, one of the goals for us this year is to be a little bit more engaged with the, the listener uh, and to, to provide some opportunities for listener questions and, and that kind of uh, interaction. So uh, you can find the podcast where, Alexis? Spotify and Apple Music. That's right. You can find the podcast at Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I'm sure you can find it in other places. I'm just for certain uh, that you can find them there. But anywhere you find a podcast, I bet you can find The Choir Corner. Uh, podcast. The choir so, corner. Yeah, we're we're super excited to. Yeah, maybe they're not finding it. People who are not finding on Apple Podcasts because they don't put the the at the beginning of it. The choir right. yes, corner. The podcast. Also, is, is it, the choir is it one corner. word or is nope? It's no. three words. Okay. Yeah, three separate words. The choir corner. Right. So you should be able to find that on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Maybe choir is spelled C H O I R. A lot of people mess that up. C H O I R. That's right. That's right. Those like me corner is spelled with an er at the end and not an or. Or an or. <laughs> we think whatever, a lot of whatever we can find, <laughs> dear listeners. We sure. trust you. You're going to be able to figure it out. I can't. Okay, I have a big vocabulary, but I can't spell any of it. Yeah, vocabulary. Yeah. Curriculum screws me up all the time. That's a, a comes up here at school a lot and stuff. It's got two r's, but otherwise, c i u. 
C U R R I C U L U M. Yes. There we go. Nicely done. Nice. Yes. Yay. That's, that's a, I don't know why that's a hard word for me to spell. Curriculum. It doesn't, it's yeah. a nice word. Some people like you guys to celebrate Mr. Lockwood's success would say slay. Slay. Mr. Lockwood. Slay, slay. Lockwood. You know, I, I just use the slay emoji, <laughs> like the kind that Santa rides. Slay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was wondering if it's like a sword, a Renaissance yes. Fair sword. No, or I just, I just say if something, someone tells me something that's like, hooray, I did whatever. My millennial friends are fun. Got yeah. It. I'll just send them a slay. That's funny. Well it, it's an irony because we don't actually use that. That's, that's very funny. so funny. <laughs> very funny. The other place you can find us, not specific to the podcast, but you can find uh, Fremont High Vocal Music is on social media. So we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter X accounts. I'm still calling it Twitter. What are you What are you saying, Mr. Lockwood? I had to give it up. I know so you gave it up. I don't really call it anything anymore. You don't. I don't really think about it anymore. Okay. Which is shocking because I loved it. Yeah. And it was, and I thought it would break my heart to get rid of it, and it kind of does. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't have it anymore. I call it Twitter, and I refuse to call it X. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. What are they, Matt? So the one on Twitter slash X is called Fremont HS Choir. The HS and C in Choir is all capitalized. And then on Instagram, we have the same thing over again. It's just that everything is lowercase. I don't know that it matters on the... I don't think it really matters either. Like either way, it's going to pop up. We just up have inconsistent branding. That's what we... Yes. <laughs> True. Yes. True. Um, and then Facebook is just Fremont High Vocal Music. That's right. Also inconsistent. Yes. Yes. Fremont High Vocal Music on Facebook. Fremont HS Choir on Instagram and on Twitter. Branding is all over the which place. Which I'm not calling X. Like we're not professionals. Not going to do it. Uh, professional po- uh, social media uh, tycoons, I'm not. Yes. I'm, not a, I'm not a social media guy necessarily. I use it. But I, I wouldn't call myself a pro at it. So you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. The so places. One right. of the things we'd like to encourage is people who listen to the podcast to uh, interact with us on the social media platforms. So feel free to, to send us messages asking questions or giving feedback or um, putting, you know, putting, yourself, uh, putting yourself out there. You might even just get your comment read or... Uh, interacted with on the podcast. So yeah. it's likely we will read your comment if it is witty and fun. That's right. And uh, halfway That's right. related to what we're talking about. That's right. See, but now someone's going to just type in the comments witty and fun and somewhat related. And we're just <laughs> I might, we might read that one just once, though. Yeah. Well, one we, time the joke. We know that that joke is coming. So we well, have read right. it now. There we go. I <laughs> made the comment. So yeah. Good job. Even better if you send an audio message. So That's you right. Could, uh, you could do that. We can we can uh, clip it in. Clip yep. you in. That's uh, right. Put you in the podcast. That's right. And we are uh, in the process of coming up with some plans on how we can. Uh, have other members, other guests on the on the podcast as well. So that's that's out there on the on the horizon for us. Uh, so the first thing we got to talk about is some segment options. We've talked about some fun things, Mr. Lockwood and I. We've talked about um, you know what we might do here. You know, last year Matt just reminded us that we had a JC joke last year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, JC, I hope you're doing great. Hi, JC. Uh, but we don't have a JC joke right now. So what could that look like? What you know? What could what could we do? Uh, we've talked about other sorts of segments, uh, recognizing students or or identifying something about some of the music we're working on or whatever it is. So those sorts of things. So we'd be looking for ideas 
from you on that too. If you had ideas for segments or yeah, things that we could do. Yeah. I, I think since it's a school and this is an educational podcast, it's an educational podcast. Is it, is it labeled under education in the, I'm not sure. In the thing, what what's the genre? I'm not Sometimes sure. We just had a whole lesson about the sun. Oh, what are you true. talking yeah. about? Never that's mind. right. That's right. <laughs> uh, we could do things like you're a big music history guy. So yeah. we could do like a fun music history fact of the week. Sure. That's something uh, something related to sort of uh, so some light, okay, composition thing could be kind of cool. Sure. Talk about our favorite band. Talk about like I'll talk know, about music my favorite band all day. Well, we pick a different <laughs> favorite band the next week. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I'll bring it back. We're, we're going to have a ghost segment is what we're going to have. Yes! Alexis's ghost segment, and it's just something every single just, week. About. I just rave about ghosts for a couple minutes, and then we move on. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, something happening in in music in Fremont. It doesn't have to be a big deal, even right. if it's just like my church is doing a cool song, or sure, you know, like my my buddies play in the garage or right. whatever. You know, I don't know if people right. Still- yeah, I mean, if your buddies playing in the garage, let us know so we can get people there to see them play. Yeah, right? in the garage. Let's get them a let's get them on a crowd. My dad know. has a guitar. Your dad has a guitar. I don't know if he uses it, but it's downstairs. Well, you should play it. We would Bring we it. would love to hear about everybody who has a guitar on the podcast. So All we right. can, you know, maybe we maybe this turns into a guitar club. Yeah, someday. who has a guitar? Knows? Emily has a guitar. Yeah, I know she played it today. She did. Yeah. We started looking Very at the soda shop stuff. Yeah. Today. We, yeah. We ran through all the Taylor Swift medley today, so we're Yay. nice. We're started on that. Progress. I have uh cordoned off a section in my office for bass. So we got rid of the box with the microphones and stuff, as you guys saw, and and uh, the bass is set up, so it's it's soda shop time. I've got to get playing. You bass, learn some play ghost space. Music. I could learn some ghost music. They're like all bass guitars. I. They're all bass guitars. This like most of them. Now we're talking. You have a whole bunch. There's more than one bass guitar player in the band. Maybe that would I be amazing. Do my research. Uh, you might want to do that. I'm not sure. That that I've never like heard that. of that. That would be amazing. Well, the video she just showed me had a guy on a guitar. There was another was a girl, guy actually. on a okay, another person on a uh, saxophone. Yep, grabbed a saxophone and did the thing, and yeah, there were there were a bunch of things, and They're there were crazy. three or four guitar players in that video. Yeah, where they, like they started three really going after definitive, it. Definitive, and then there's some tambourines in the back, some yeah. guitars and keyboards. Yeah, drummer. Cool. Tambourines can be hardcore, man. She goes really hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, so real. this could be our compositional thing for the week. There are there are if you do like a chorus and then another chorus, they might add like just a tambourine in the second time around just to give it like some extra sparkle or whatever. Right, so. right. And we talk about this all the time, all the time, right? Like there's there's like give and take. There's 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 ebb and flow in music, right? There's yeah. questions and answers, right? Sometimes the smallest little thing, the yeah. smallest addition or subtraction. Can change the whole vibe, yeah. Right, and so and it doesn't exciting, have to be a it huge adds thing, this right? High frequency information. Right. Tambourines are great for that because right. that's all that they are, right? And so it just adds this jangle up top. Yeah, and it's a uh, and uh, it's great. So you listen. Uh, oh, we're doing another chorus and stuff. Yeah. And the only thing that's different is it's a bad tambourine, right? Listen to listen to the the music. The music you regularly listen regularly listen to. Be a little bit mindful of what's going on, particularly. As you get to the chorus or the, the sort of the outro after the bridge, right? As you get to that point. Lots of times that's the way that'll work. Yeah. They'll sort of use a chorus that's sort of scaled down and then all of a sudden they'll everything will come back in or they'll bring back an old idea and yeah. throw it in. Rick Beato has a lot of conversation about this right. on that. He's the man. On that show. Yeah. So I would encourage you, listeners and all of you, to, you know, as musicians, when you listen to music, start asking questions of yourself while you're listening to it. And, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to spend all of your brain power on it. I know that listening to music is fun, but it could be interesting to just be like, I've heard this chorus before. Is there anything different about this one than the last one? Right. You know, um, are there, 
You know, there's a lead singer, but are there background vocals? You know, how many guitars are there? Is there a piano? You know, those kind of things. Wonder about those sort of things. I think right. that's interesting. And it kind of, you know, helps you with sort of your ear training and your recognition of what is actually happening and makes it less mysterious because it's just people making music. Right. You know. And doing things that our students do every day, right? They're part of music making every day. It's a different level or it's a different creation or whatever, but they're just adding pieces to the puzzle just like we're adding pieces to the puzzle. So Mr. Lockwood came up with a, a list of some ideas, things that we might discuss on the podcast yeah, to run by. I thought it'd be nice uh, to have some, some thoughts. Matt, Alexis, and I. And, and, uh, and I sort of thought one of the ideas was really appropriate now as we're at the beginning of the year. So we're sort of providing a service here a little bit to the uh, the students who are both in our program and maybe who are listening from afar who are in programs and that sort of thing. And the question was, what kind of notes do you write in your music? Which I thought was an interesting sort of idea. Yeah, like scribbles. That's right. I not like not notes. Like right. What music. kinds of things do you yeah. write in your music to encourage success in your music? So I would I would just like to start by saying... Uh, this is a brilliant question to ask because you should be writing in your music, right? These things are, this is a thing. I, uh, I think one of the things I fight maybe the most is students who are unwilling or just feel like they'll remember instead of making a marking in a score to make sure that they, uh, that they are successful the next time we come back to it. Because uh, this, this is, I mean, it's a thing that we deal with all the time. And I'm not always good about providing time for it either so i'm trying to be better about doing that but marking your music is not a thing you should think about doing you should it's really a must you should do that for sure yes so, i also i also agree with mr Harmon on that um i i always remind myself that if your music is empty and you have nothing written in it you have no sort of annotation or what whatnot it's it's basically a piece of junk at that point because it's just like every other piece of paper that has like ink paint printed on it okay so i think the the special thing about writing in your music is that there's like no limitation to what can like help you get better as a musician no or a singer or whatever so when you're writing in your music that's making that music like your own in a in a sort of way because when you're writing in your music it's like you you're developing a connection with it and you're beginning to understand like what I'm supposed to do in it, how I'm supposed to sing it. And is it a sad song? Is it a happy song or whatnot? You know, it's a really deep way of looking at it. I Very. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have like three types of notes that I do in mine. If we're getting three types, it. list them off. Three different types of notes. I'm listening. I, can't I wait. have either all caps, short word messages to myself. Really aggressive circles are the second time. And a pair of glasses is the third. Okay. So if it's all caps, this is a, that I mean, means, why would that be a thing? Um, hey. Hey, watch that. Like Count. the one section, oh my God, in that one song where there's a different thing that like, I think it's Proud Mary where there's that one part that everyone has missed consistently. Really big before that, I wrote, watch out, silly. There's a thing coming up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like right. those are all of my messages. Yeah, are you talking like, about big wheels, keep on turning? Yes, is that, that what you're talking part. about? Yeah, yeah. The aggressive scribble circles are me just being like, there's a note that's longer than you think it is. Mm. Or there's a rest here. Don't miss it and embarrass yourself. Right. And then the glasses are to watch you. Because if I have a place where I'm like, this is a part where there's like a fermata or there's a part where like you cue something, I'm put glasses there so I know to watch you. How do you, this will will make good radio. Okay. How do you draw the glasses? 
I'll, two I'll circles, start. Two circles. Two circles. A line, and then circles going back from the bigger circles. Circles going back from the okay, all right. Yes. Or lines going back from the big. Lines circles. going back yeah. from. Oh the yeah, big okay, circles. all right. That's yeah. pretty much yeah. That's sort right. of the way that I'd. Yeah. Sort of seen it done. I was just curious to know. If yeah, it was interesting. Like, mm-hmm. else do I draw glasses? Well, I, yeah, that's what I just two circles. They connect the nose thing and stuff, and then the things in the yeah. in the back. I don't know. If there's just some wacky way people draw like numbers and letters differently. Right. Sometimes, that's which true. I think people are bogus. Some people start the five from the top right corner. They don't. Some people will not start at the top left corner and go down right and swoop around and then check the five at the top. There are people, insane people, okay, who start top right yeah. and then they go left. That's exactly down, how you do it. That's and then how swoop I around. Do it. I was like, Across, wait a minute. Down, circle. In one fluid motion. You don't go like you start top right. Yes. Across, down, circle. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? So am I the weird one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think like make a hook and then I. That's like, like, I think that's how we learned to do it in like middle, school, like elementary school. But everyone kind of figured out. Oh, it's faster if you just do it in one motion. You know. Oh well, I, I am apparently it's, you're going to look at the. Harmon is going to draw it. On so Harmon is going to the whiteboard and uh, um, he's going to find a marker that works here. All right. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But that's I go down. Do yeah, like that. Down. Swoop around. Yeah. Doop. 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 Oh, I don't like that. Harmon finds this baffling. Starting to, I was starting to myself. The way he does it is he does the whole thing in one stroke. Um, my sevens and my zs have a line in the middle. I'd also them. check through that. That's because I took German. Oh, I just, I don't know. I decided one day that I wanted to do it, and then I just can't stop. Yeah. Anyway, this has nothing to do with I used the, to do that. I asked <laughs> about <laughs> how you drew your glasses. My seven used to have a an uptick yeah. on the left-hand upper side. You a know, serif. Up and then... Right, and then across. That's how I used to draw sevens a long time ago. Mm. Uh, when I write in music, getting back on track here. Sure. Um, I, you talked about circling. I don't tend to circle things because to me that is like, I won't remember what that means. I try to be a little more specific. Um, but if it's just there's something coming up and you're reading the ink, then like that makes sense. You know, um, I do a lot of s- speed up and slow down are things that I need to write a lot if we have a, yeah. a, a retardando or an accelerando. So I will like, I'll just write arrow backwards, like a big long arrow backwards if it's retardando underneath the whole music and stuff. And an arrow forward if it's accelerando. To me, that's just like pull back, go forward. Right. Um, kinds of things. I tend to, and I, and for choir at the piano, I tend to write in pre- pretty much where the breaks are, um, where people are breathing, where they're not breathing. Yeah, lifts I put, I like, I'm very aggressive. Yeah. I put like really aggressive lines where the lifts are. It's just things that I, at the piano, tend to actually help people with. I do tend to help people with where they breathe, whether they know it or not. I don't know if it ever comes through. But right. I c- kind of started writing jokes <laughs> in my music. Now, let me let me be straight up. Let me explain. So basically, I thought, you know, it needs to be more fun if it's like a fun song or whatnot. So I noticed that Proud Mary, you know, like literally in the intro, she says, we're not trying to do it nice and pretty. We're trying to do it nice and rough. Yeah. Right. So I every single time it says rolling say rolling i'll do say what before say rolling <laughs> because i'll just i'm just like imagining in my head like i'm a european dj going like say what yo yeah yes. like like that it could go there in the gap yeah yeah that, yeah that helps you to count probably also yes it does yeah yeah because yeah. having something in the rest is a yeah i as a as a like a, a mediocre drummer when there are rests in my head i'm thinking like what would a drummer do in the rest yeah, to fill feel? the time right you yeah. know specifically so if there's that rolling Mm, rolling thing. I'm thinking that there's something like rolling, da 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 da. Something that is like, what would the drummer do yes. to help set you up for success? 
maybe that's silly, but like, I don't know. It helps me to know where the time is and is less boring than rolling two, three, right? Then counting. Right. I just think of it as how right. I would play it. I find myself singing those kinds of things as a conductor now. I do that quite a bit more. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll sing the drum fill or whatever it is. Yeah. I find myself doing that. Um, yeah, I th- you made the point about, Matt, about the the interest of the thing, you know, the, that you're making this your own, you know, and then about writing jokes, right? I think that the things that you mark in your music have to mean something, right? They have to, they have to say something to you, right? Because to your point about the arrows, for instance, you're not going to read the word retardando, right? Yeah. You're probably not going to read slow down, right? What you know is when you see all those letters, oh, this is a thing I've missed mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? It's just got to mean something to you. wrote in all caps. So, you're like, it must be important. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Like, oh, oh, wait, there's, there's a, a thing. There's a thing like, here with all caps. Oh, wait, I wrote this for a reason. And then I'm like, I got it. I yeah, got the right. right thing. That's right. Um, so I, I think I made this comment, and maybe it was in choir last week, about making a marking in your music, but being sure where you mark it in your music. That, yeah. that making a marking in your music is important, but if you mark it in a place where you're not looking... You'll never see it. So, uh, like if in, you, there's something on the next page, that's and, right. Like right at the top, and you're like, "Wow, I need to do this." And you circle it on the top of the next page. You're never gonna. Hit you it. miss it. That's you're right. Put something in the it. margin before you turn. Uh, Haley Bates in class today. We were working on, on uh, what was the song we were working on today? Mm, something thing. love. The Supremes thing. Something with love. Can't hurry love. There you can't we hurry go. love. The Supremes tune. Something I'm in with that love. Song and I can't remember. And. Uh, and she was lamenting that the, they didn't have text for the altos <laughs> written below her notes, which is where she's looking, you know, below her notes. So it says to me, if she's going to make a note, she probably wants to make it below the notes that she's reading because that's where her eyes have a tendency to go. Mm-hmm. Or right? just write all the words in. <clears throat> or write all the words in, right? <laughs> right. So I think, that, I think that notes in your music have to mean something to you. So there are some things like I'll, I always draw a slash like all the way through the entire system if there's a break. Yeah. You know, we're going to lift here together and just slash all the way through, that kind of thing. I circle, only use circles when I'm circling notes I've missed, and I always circle the intervals. I don't just circle the note I've missed, but I circle the note that approached and the note that it goes to. So I'm figuring out what this relationship is of these three yeah, rather than I'll just do, the note. I'll like connect the lines. Because right. sometimes you can't really tell like if you're going up or down sometimes what right. note, small notes can get sometimes. So I'll draw like up down you know like yep. so like where i'm supposed to be going right especially a really get aggressive on the like staying sure sometimes right. when yeah, you yeah, have a, a line when you have a, a bunch of 16th notes and two of them in the very middle decide that they want to be the same note yeah it's gone That's unless exactly you mark right. it yep. it's, it's been a while since i've sung in choir and marched music because i haven't really like sung in a choir sure in like 15 years right. really um it's been a while but i think what i would do now and i did do before and i think i would still do is like if there's like a part where we sing after somebody else sings and it's hard to find your note, then I will kind of draw something that connects the line that comes before me to my line so that I know like, okay, they're leaving off here and I'm a fourth below them. So I can know that, and I just sort of sing along their line so that I can and connect them so that it makes sense. I don't have to like pull a note out of my butt. It's like, it's just part of a whole line. That's right. Right, because cause we've talked about this before. Uh, you've said this to me before. Every part is a melodic idea, right? Even harmony is melody, right? Just that works together. Different, right, they just work. So it does help if you can kind of have, and you guys have heard this from before. You're coming from the same note, remember. Or think about, you know, hear what the Sopranos did over here because that's where you're going to start. You know, you've heard the, that conversation before. Yeah, preparing um, music is, is problem solving. I mean, you're just troubleshooting. You're right. sort of your own 
Like you, if you don't have an attitude of, of, okay, how am I going to fix this? You know, that, that's, that's, that's hard. And when right. a whole choir is full of, of individuals who are not, my ears are popping. Oh. <laughs> when a whole choir is full of people who are not like thinking about how to fix their individual thing, that's when it gets tough. Right it's now. insane to me. I don't understand how you can allow yourself to do the same mistake over and over again. Like it's, it would drive me insane if I had to make like my colleagues listen to me do the same note over and over again. So that's also why I know in my music, Hey, don't mess this up again. Because if you do, then Mikey Saxon is going to slap you upside the head or something like <laughs> right. that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, I beat mean, myself it, up over it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, when you make the same mistake more than once and you go, ah, oh, why do I keep making this? You mistake? watch me during choir sometimes and we're singing a, like one section that I'm uh-huh. struggling with. Sometimes you'll see me just go, and yeah, then keep singing. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I get mad at myself. Um, I made a face for, can't see it, but that's okay. Yeah, that was a, was a good one. It was Thank a good you. one. Uh, it, it goes along with the old story about the, the principal trumpet player for the Cleveland Symphony Orchestra or something that I read a long, long time ago. I've, I've, told this story a number of times that there's a there was a program in Cleveland where youth symphony members got to play along in a concert with the, the principal players with the principal players of the Cleveland Professional Orchestra Symphony Orchestra and the lead trumpet player was sitting with the lead kid trumpet player and the kid noticed some markings in the music or whatever and he asked the trumpet player why he'd made that marking and his response was something to the effect of, I made that mistake once in the 1980s, and I'm not going to make it again. Something to that effect. That, that the, the pride of, I've, I understand that I'm going to make mistakes in rehearsal. It's a thing. But I don't want to do that again. Right. And that sense of pride is part of the reason we do the marking and the, and the, the reason we do rehearsal. And, you know, that's the whole, the whole thing. But there is, some, there is some pride associated with, I got it right, and it's going to be right now. Right. I'm not going to allow this to not be right, you know. Uh, and that ownership is really important and is hard when you're in a room with people who, yeah. a group of people who aren't going to do that or don't have the skills to do that or right. are not interested or that kind of thing. I think if we're realistic as well, I mean, this is like, this is the 12th, I think, class of, of like high school musicians that I've, that I've like worked for yeah. and stuff. And, you know, like not everyone is dedicated in the same way. That's and, right. You know, and, and it's perfectly okay um, to not be the most dedicated person in the room. You know, it's perfectly okay to be in choir or band or orchestra or whatever just for fun because your friends are in it, you know, like that's cool too. You know, we try to carefully balance, you know, doing something that is, is good and that pushes everybody, you know, to be better than whatever they were, uh, while also not making it just torture for those people who, who are just there to, to have fun. I don't mean just like a negative kind of thing. I just mean that like, you know, we all have different goals. You know, if I were to take a class, I won't start naming a particular class because I'm sure I'll somebody will be like, what? I love woodworking. Right. If I mentioned that or whatever, you know, I may not be that dedicated to it and it might just be a thing that I'm doing on a whim, you know? So I just try to remember that not everyone's as dedicated as, as, as we are, the four of us and other people listening, you know, for example. Right. So the next sort of logical question is what sort of musical markings do you make in your score? I understand we're, we're, we have a breath here or, you know, look ahead or whatever it is, but, are are you writing in uh, rhythmic notation if that's a need? Are you uh, are you writing in solfege syllables as we're doing that reading? That kind of business. Are you at a place where you feel really comfortable doing that? What kinds of of things like that are you using? 
Um, I'll write time a lot. So if it's in four four time, I'll write four four time a lot, just so that I can keep it in my head, like the rhythm and stuff. Mm -hmm. Especially when like you're singing with a group, because when you're singing, it's already bad enough because you're trying to make sure that you're doing the right thing. But when you're hearing other people around you, for me, it's just like collateral in my head. Mm -hmm. And when I look at my music and I see like four four time or three four or two four, or like even like six eight, you know. It it really helps me a lot trying to keep rhythm in my head without having to put so much effort. Mm -hmm. I'm very non-specific. It's just more circles half the time, <laughs> and like, hey, this is a weird time thingy. Right. You write, hey, this is a weird time thingy. Sometimes. Am I might. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's whatever you need to get to it's success. Just aggressive. Pay attention, and most of the time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pay attention. Yeah. I think we're just looking for people to be engaged in the process. You know, right. the the collective rehearsal that we have is is a time for us to put the pieces together, but also for you to continually, uh, individually troubleshoot and find out what am I, Mister Lockwood, screwing up? Right. You know, and how can I like contribute to making like the whole thing better so that I'm not the weakest link? Right. Yes, time. and um, also, I love to think that with taking notes in your music. There's no limit to how far you want to go into it, right? Because there's something that I can see that I'll notice right away in our in my music. But then if Mr. Harmon looks at it, he's like, "Oh, but did you see this on page five, measure thirty-seven, or whatever?" And it's just like his notes will never be the same as mine, and mine will never be the same as his. So I think a big part of notes is like the individuality of each yeah. person each person has their own way of taking notes that will help them go as far as they can yeah i do have a pet peeve okay so sometimes i will get music from ages and ages and ages ago and stuff and sometimes you'll you'll cut a section of a song right and somebody decided that they would take these eight bars and just like yep. just cover it in lead or graphite or whatever it is we have in pencils yes and just for the whole thing and stuff and so you're like well i'm gonna i want to read that so you have to erase yeah. it it takes forever it gets all smudgy and stuff right. so you know Maybe, maybe don't use all yeah, of just your just be judicious. Yeah. yeah, the way <laughs> you are. Yeah, X. yes, right. Like, who is this guy? That's especially fun when it's like it's done that way. But people used to write their names on the music and stuff. Right, and you're like, oh, stupid Dave. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I I think the rule of thumb would be, al allow the markings you make to be something that you would be willing to erase. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if if you're not gonna if you're marking something on the page that you wouldn't want to go back and have to erase on your own. Maybe like it's the a little overkill. Books. That's right. Right. It might be a little bit overkill at that I point. Like right. Very, very non -gen yeah. generous yeah. with my. Um, right. I saw people using record. highlighters in those books. I also saw that and I was like, why can't we use highlighters and pencils? I don't know why. Markings. I don't know why they did that. I have no idea. No clue. They're I was just following the instructions. That's all I was doing. Yeah. The first electric guitar uh, book that I played in a musical, um, I was writing in just like chord shapes just like fretboard stuff constantly for everything because it was all new to me it was like okay i gotta learn 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 learn. so that was like i just felt like i was like translating on the run you know i just had to like right. every single thing had to be written in right and uh i didn't have to erase that book because it was from whatever publisher it is where we don't have to actually erase them yeah one of the two concord it might be concord thank goodness yeah where i was yep. like oh good i can just hand it back in that's and right i can just toss it that's or right. recycle it or whatever, recycle so. it. yep anyway yeah be involved in the process right you know Write in your music, you know, be involved in, in rehearsal. You know, it's better right. that way. It's more fun. Makes it so much more enjoyable, I think, also. I feel like this this, this whole conversation, I would write a lot more if I were singing. Sure. Uh, because those things are going to be things that have to do with pitch and where to find it. Right. Because I'm, I'm a 
competent rhythm reader and a competent like reader at a button. That's an interesting that that's a great segue. What about things for you that are far above or far below the staff? Ever a situation where you're like, I oh, yeah, yeah. count, count, count. That's a B. But you had to count, 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 count. Will you mark those sorts yeah, of things? Ledger for lines. You? Yeah, I, uh, generally, yeah. If it's okay, for example, on the piano, if they're like if there's a bunch of stuff down way down in the rumbles. Yes. Okay. Um, which is the area in the low part of the piano, the rumbles. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody calls it that, but I do. So if they don't double them in octaves, I have a very hard time reading just the very lowest. Octave sure. If it's only just reading those things and stuff, if it's doubled in octaves, I have no problem because I figure that my thumb is going to be the, this Upper is only for octave. piano players. Sure. Really interesting radio here. <laughs> my thumb is going to be the note and then I'm going to play the octave below it. Right. Unless they're mad people and they doing uh, some weird something up in the tinkles. Okay. Tinkles. Yes. Which nice. is the high part of the thing. That's <laughs> way up there and stuff. Um, I feel like I'm better. I don't know why. That one's okay. okay. I don't have too many problems with that. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe because lots of times you are going to play that octave in the lower yeah. register. So maybe you've not really ever had to worry much about. Yeah. So the if they only thing. just write the single thing, the very low thing, but not the octave above right. it, then it's a problem. So I think I read bass clef, treble clef probably equally in that regard. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I guess I don't write that much for how many pencils I have at the piano. Right. There are like seven or eight pencils there right now. Right. Um, I mostly just write right now as a, as because the accompanying is different. You know, you, your goal is to, I want to be good, but the whole point is to play in a way that is going to help make things easier for everybody else, you know? So I'm mostly looking at where breaths are, right? Um, where the breaks are, where we're speed up, slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say watch, but I never watch. I know. <laughs> I just do my own thing. Now, now we get to the heart of the matter. This yeah. is an intervention. We're yeah. here to- <laughs> I, just, I just assume that Harmon's going to follow me unless he starts yelling at me. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> hey, I'm here. Oh, you want me to look at you? Yes, okay. <laughs> That's why I don't care if I stand on the mirror side of the piano because you're not watching. Anyway. I don't watch you anyway. No, I don't <laughs> care. Uh, this has been good. This is. It's been good to hear your perspective on on uh, what it is you're doing. I guess I would sort of wrap it up by saying um, I'm not going through people's music looking for markings. That's not what I'm doing. I, it's not a. It's not a. You know you know mark your music or get out type situation but it is there is something about personal ownership and pride right and this is what we do and we want to be sure that we're really getting good at it and and those things are things that that you're gonna you're gonna remember the the saying that someone whoever it was told me a long long time ago was a short pencil is better than a long memory you're not going to remember what well, we talked one. about in class, right? No, that one's snappy. That's, that's right. That's right. Remem- that's, yeah, so rememberable, so make, memorable. Make markings in your score so that you don't have to try to remember what it is we talked about. Um, you know, because you're not going to, right? It's much more difficult to remember everything we talked about in rehearsal. So a short pencil is better than a long memory is a really great adage, I think, for for marking music. So you should call the pencil the brain in class. You called it the pencil the brain. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening. You remember this? This was here. No. You guys don't remember this. It was long enough ago that you weren't even here and stuff, but I'd be like, remember to have your brain with you today. I would say I that every day at the beginning of class for like the entire year. I don't remember that. And it never caught Even on. a little. Obviously. Clearly. It's, it's yeah. stupid. But the idea. No, was, I got it though. I it's got a good it. idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. So it's uh, some things. Yeah. Some things go by the wayside after yeah, a while. I don't recall that at all. It's been a long time. I'm sorry that I missed that. Shouldn't have left you. <laughs> I guess Without so. a dope beat to stick oh, to. Geez. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Well, you're just pushing us toward the cliff now, pushing us over the edge. The, the end, end of the podcast. Yeah. Yes, the end of the <laughs> So remember, you can find our podcasts 
Spotify. Where? Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can interact with us on social media at... Facebook, Fremont High Vocal Music, Twitter, Fremont HS Choir, and Instagram, Fremont HS Choir. That's right. It'll Super be duper. it'll be uh, it'll be great to start to hear from you and to start to formulate our thoughts as we go forward, um, recording a little more regularly of the podcast. So super yeah. excited about that. Yeah. If you're in the community and uh, or a parent, consider coming to our Soda Shop concert, which is going to be October uh, the 9th. Yes, seven o'clock. Six dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Yep. Concert Was tickets it six are... at some point. Nope. No. It's never been six. Nope. Uh, Easy. Five is I just had, easier. Well, yeah. I had in my mind that six was a thing that we went to at some point. It's not true. We. It's five. Musical tickets for students are six dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Because I because there was one time I was was sort of working not during the show obviously but like just screwing around helping with the concession stand and doing tickets and those kinds of things and I was like ah. Oh. It's not $5, it's $6, which meant that we had to have a billion ones. Right. That's the reason why it's <laughs> yeah. $5, so we don't have to deal with it. Okay, that. so $5. Come bring a five, no matter how you write it. Yeah. You know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, $5 down, tickets. swoop, and then check is the... Yeah, the, the, the 9th of October way. at 7, 7 o'clock, o'clock here Monday at, night. Yep, here at the, uh, at the Nell. We call it the Nell here at the high school. Why is that? The Nell McPherson Theater. Oh, that's the name of the person? Yeah. It's not Neil? No, it's Nell. I thought it was Neil. <laughs> nope. Nell McPherson. Theater. Oh, I didn't Maybe know we'll do a podcast lesson about Nell McPherson sometime. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be very helpful because be I good. have no yeah. idea who you it's guys are It's the Nell McPherson about. I was sure it was Neil. And it's also the Hazel R. Keene estate. I knew that one. I don't so think I knew that one either. We could talk I'm about that lost. on a we could talk about that on a future podcast. Right. Write that down, Matt. Write that I down. Write that down. Make I got, a note. I got my brain. Yeah, make brain. a note. Ah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Make a note. It looks suspiciously like a phone. All right. Well, it's been it's been great to be with you guys today, and uh, this, this been was great, a great to be with me too. This was a great topic. Lockwood, you did a good job of coming Thank up you. with some we ideas. Got, this was a good one. Deep into the weeds. Yeah, it's all right. Sure, it was interesting. This is a good podcast. So, until next time, we'll talk to you later. I guess. Bye. 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 See you later, chat. <laughs>